Before we begin, I want to thank the sponsor of Oil & Gas Upstream, Oliva Gibbs. Oliva Gibbs provides clear legal solutions to complex oil, gas, and mineral law issues nationwide. We believe that when we focus on serving people, good things happen in the lives of our clients and employees. We just happen to be a law firm. Learn more at oglawyers.com. Oil and Gas Production is the union of natural systems with advanced science and complex engineering. Smart people across the globe create this remarkable place we call Upstream, and each day brings a new challenge. This is the Oil and Gas Upstream Podcast, where we look at how these systems come together and learn from the people who make it happen. Welcome to Oil and Gas Upstream. I'm Elena Melkert, your host. Some of you know me as the former director for Oil and Gas Upstream Research at the U.S. Department of Energy. I retired from the DOE, founded a small consultancy, and became a podcast host. I'd like to put a shout out to our sponsor, Oliva Gibbs. Oliva Gibbs provides clear legal solutions to complex oil, gas, and mineral law issues nationwide. You can learn more at oglawyers.com. And I'd like to ask you to do me a big favor by answering a one-question survey. It takes about 10 seconds, and the link is in the show notes below. In return, we will happily send you some stickers. Also new to OGGN is our weekly newsletter called The Sunday Update. Check it out for the inside scoop on your favorite podcasters, behind the scenes, industry insights and discounts. So sign up for our Sunday Update link in the show notes. Also, I invite you to go to the OGGN website and take a look at the new merchandise that's available now. I say that because maybe you can even pick up an oil and gas upstream t-shirt with our new logo. So now to what I wanted to share today. As I said in the intro, and always say in the intro, I used to work for the U.S. Department of Energy. What you may not realize is that I served seven presidents in my term as a federal employee. What I'd like to share with you now is something that you may not be aware of. First, the DOE is not a regulatory agency. It's a science and technology agency that invests tax dollars in research related to energy. Right now, as you may know, the DOE is investing tax dollars pursuant to the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law, BIL, and, and, ta- and also tax dollars pursuant to the Inflation Reduction Act, the IRA, which I'm sure you knew about those two. So the second thing is that every year, the DOE sponsors a technical conference on all the fossil energy research it's investing in. And 2023 was no exception. During the week of August 28, 2023, in beautiful downtown Pittsburgh, the DOE again sponsored this conference the annual research project review meeting. This year, it did not include oil and gas-related research. Instead, it focused on the carbon management research. There were four key tracks. The first was point source carbon capture. Then there was CO2 removal. There was carbon conversion. And there was carbon transport, and storage. Four tracks. I hope it's not lost on anyone that petroleum engineering 
upstream and midstream subject matter expertise were at the core of this conference. The conference lasted four days, and in addition to the technical tracks, included several plenary session panel discussions, plus poster sessions and technical demonstrations. I had the privilege of attending this year. Of course, I attended while I was at DOE, but sitting on the other side was a new and great experience for me. I was mostly interested in the carbon transport and storage track, the poster sessions, the technology demonstrations, and the plenary session panels. In the carbon transport and storage track, we heard from several projects related to the Carbon Safe Program that are uh, projects that are cost-shared between the DOE and various consortia comprised of the private sector and academia. For the first time ever, the DOE included a plenary session focused primarily on carbon transport. This session included speakers from the DOE Office of Fossil Energy and Carbon Management who described DOE's strategic vision and future outlook for carbon transport. Presentations included insights from the 2023 workshop on applied research for CO2 transport, also a summary of the 2023 May public meeting on CO2 pipeline safety. EPA was there and presented an update on their underground injection control class 6 program. DOE's loan program presented financing opportunities for carbon transport and referenced their recent notice of intent to issue a solicitation. Additionally, the American Petroleum Institute, API, presented their recent work in community engagement. Some of the posters focused on work from the various national laboratories and presented on such topics as sparse, passive-active, reservoir monitoring, uh, the National Risk Assessment Partnership, NRAP, and this is a multi-laboratory effort led by the National Energy Technology Laboratory that leverages broad technical capabilities across the DOE complex. It is a mission-focused platform developing the integrated science base that can be applied to risk assessment for long-term storage of CO2. NRAP involves five DOE national laboratories, that is NETL, Los Alamos National Laboratory, Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory, Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory, and Pacific Northwest National Laboratory, which coordinate to develop science-based methodologies and tools for calculating risk for any CO2 storage site while providing necessary scientific and technological advances to support that methodology. And of course, I hope it's not lost on you as to why I'm focusing on carbon storage. It is a new big area in which the skill sets of petroleum engineers and all upstream oil and gas upstream technology experts um, have a, a place to showcase their skills. At the conference, some of the technologies demonstrated included SIM CCS, an open source tool set for regional CCS infrastructure decision support, and the EDX++ multi-cloud combi- combining data management with advanced computing. And also, uh, CO2 pipeline routing, routing, CO2 pipeline routing environmental justice slash social justice smart tool. 
I was especially interested in this conference because the projects that were presented were selected for funding from various competitions for proposals that were invited by the DOE. That is, proposals were divided by the DOE. Anyone can submit a proposal for these open and transparent funding opportunities. And you can check out the NETL website for uh, new announcements related to funding opportunities. But also, that's what my company, Energia Consulting, does. We help clients improve the competitiveness of their proposals. As I said earlier, it was great being part of the audience at this conference. So many great projects, so many great ideas, so many smart people. I can't wait to attend next year. It's always held toward the end of August and always held in beautiful downtown Pittsburgh. It's hosted by the National Energy Technology Laboratory, and a link is in the show notes. Perhaps next year I will post a live podcast from the audit, from the conference, and maybe some of you will be my guests. That sounds like fun. Well, that's it. That's what I wanted to share. I thank you, everyone, for listening. Please give us a review and tell us what you like and what you'd like to hear more about on future podcasts. This is Elena Melkert, your host for Oil & Gas Upstream. More next time. Join us again next week on the Oil and Gas Upstream Podcast, a production of the Oil and Gas Global Network. To learn more, go to OGGN.com.